Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I'm grateful that Aubrey Davis was willing to come to from Texas here today to, to share her story and her journey. And I pray that God will, will uh, during this discussion, bring out things that will touch your heart and soften, uh, soften your heart and make you think. So, Aubrey, appreciate you coming. Thank you. I'm you glad were, to be here. You were born LDS and mm-hmm. very active your whole life. Tell yep. us a little bit about your growing up time. Yeah. Um, like you said, I was born into the church. Both sides of my family came from Pioneer Heritage. Wow. Um, so they were some of the very first, you know, <laughs> LDS people. Yeah. Um, my dad and my mom, they both went on missions. Both of them did. Wow. And they met in Provo, Utah, going okay. to BYU. Okay. And um, they got married in the temple and had me yeah. right away. Yeah. And anyway, just we... I don't, it's kind of a long story, but it ended up being that they ended up getting a divorce when I was six. Oh. My sister was two, um, and then my mom fell away from the church. Was it um, because of her falling away from the church? That they got they? divorced? Not, Not really. necessarily. Oh. That's a whole, <laughs> yeah, whole other story. Huh? Yeah, okay. it, it was just kind of a yeah. irreconcilable difference. Okay. I guess they would have cited, you know, they just didn't yeah. get along. How but, many um, brothers and sisters do you have? At that point, I just had my sister, my okay. younger sister. Okay. Um, and so she she fell away, and uh, my dad actually got custody of us. Mm. Um, there, that's a whole nother Sorry. a lot of details <laughs> with that. But um, there was some family on her side and everything that that you know yeah. was w- helped my dad get custody of us. And mm. um, but I think their main focus was they were really concerned that we were raised in the church, and so their heart they felt their heart was right and. So it was protecting us. Still about the church and yeah. growing up and being active in the church. Yeah, and, and I remember so. when I was little, I thought, yeah, this is where I need to be, you know. And yeah. So, but anyway, my dad. So he raised us um, from the time I was six and my sister was two, and then he remarried um, when I was I, I was ten, I believe. It was in 1991. So yeah, I was ten. Yeah. He remarried a, a another return missionary. Wow. And um, and she's very faithful up until today. I mean, very, very, very faithful to the Mormon Church. And so we were raised without any yeah. any stops in in the Mormon Church, just straight through. My dad was faithful all the way. And, and um, you went to seminary. Yeah, I went to seminary all four years. I even went to attended attended an institute class when I went to um, Utah State. Mm. And um, you know, I I was like my made president. You know, just everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, I I I really I loved the church. Um, it wasn't until. Um, I started putting two and two together, kind of things kind of came together, but I realized my dad had been sealed to my mom in the temple, married, sealed to my mom. The first one. Sure. The first one. Yeah, and then I realized she was, he was sealed to my stepmom, and then I started thinking, well, is he sealed to both? I don't really understand that. And then we, act, we were, it ended up being my, seven, my, I'm sorry, my ninth grade year, we were going through the Old Testament, and then polygamy came up through that. 
And then okay. I start, anyway, I start putting things Started together. Putting thing, questioning yeah. what, questioning. what's about polygamy. Huh? Yeah, and I was able to talk to my stepmom a little bit about it, and um, I just got the same answers everybody does get with which, it. Which you is? don't really understand, yeah. but, you know, if that's what God would want me to do, that's what I would do, she says. Um, and I'll but eventually understand. Yeah, it, right? but don't worry about it. Don't put so much, you know, yeah. thought into it. It's going to be okay. And I can't remember the details. I was so young. I was probably 13 when yeah. I was asking, but... I remember feeling not settled with it, and then, um, and then I talked to my my biological mom about it too, mm. and that was her one of her big issues and why she fell away. And but she, she her, her's another story. She kind of had questions throughout, and yeah. re but really tried to make it work by going on a mission. And but this doing polygamy everything. thing just kind of yeah. ate at children. Yeah, it ate at me because it just huh? wasn't making sense. It, it just <laughs> felt dark, and so that's kind of where it started. Yeah. But um, but it. Just because I had a problem with the polygamy thing, and I read DNC 132, yeah. and I remember trying to read it and go, "No, that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about something else." And reading and reading and go, oh, really "Just kind of depressing." Yeah. No, it really does mean that. And anyway, but I thought I did what everybody does. You you don't worry about it. Put it on the shelf. And also, I have to note too, it wasn't. It didn't make me think. I wonder if the church isn't true. That never even never crossed even, my I mind. Not even crossed mean. my mind. Yeah. It's a question. You put yeah. it on the shelf, but. It yeah. doesn't challenge that the church not at is all. true, right? Not at all, because right. in my mind, I didn't see anything else wrong. I just thought, well, golly, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then once I graduated uh, high school, by that point, it start to, starts to eat at me again. You yeah. know, it was kind of this up and down thing. And I decided when I went to college, I'm just going to take a break from this. And hmm. and so I, I admittedly, I, I didn't attend church for, it was about a year when I yeah. went to college. And, but I remember wanting to prove to, to my dad that, that, look, I can be just a good Mormon and everything, and, but I don't have to go to church and, and do all this. But I'm, I'm not doing it because I just remember thinking, I want to just take a break, really think about what I believe. But it's so funny because I look way back, and I really didn't try to study out. I, I, I had heard the you word. You just quit going to church. No, yeah, no. I just kind of took a break and thought, i got to think on my own. This, yeah. I'm a very, always been an independent person and want to just get my own ideas out. Yeah. And I'd, I hated reading, hated reading, and so never got into the anti-stuff, anti none of that, none yeah. of that. But I remember, I, so I ended up, when I was at college, I ended up, there's always, you know, there's these cir circumstances that arose that got me in t to living with a bunch of roommates mm -hmm. that were all very active in the LDS church, and I loved them, and I started going to church with them, and I thought, this is where I need to be, this mm -hmm. is it for me, I, mm -hmm. this is where I need to be, and um, I, felt, I felt very convicted, that's where I should be. Um, even though I still had the question, you know, I still it still lingered there, but I just thought the shelf, I'll, I'm not gonna worry about. It. So I really delve in, I dived in, dove in, and just really got into the church. And I, I mean, I taught a Relief Society class, and I mean, and did you I, meet your I husband it. at school? Or? Um, how did that go? I, <laughs> I was so I was there. It was in Orem, is where I lived, and then um, my dad, he he has a mortgage company. He did, and he offered me a job and so mm. I went and lived at home and then so I ended up coming back after I worked for him for a year I moved back to Provo that's a whole nother set of events that got <laughs> me out there I think God was working but I got out to Provo and that's where I ended up meeting my my oh, husband okay. there in Provo and um did the usual dating yeah. and got married in the Salt Lake Temple he's a return oh, missionary yeah okay. and I remember feeling it's so funny because as a Mormon I thought I just really was worthy, and I didn't yeah, have a problem I'm, with any of the yeah. rules. Even when I didn't go to church that year, I thought, 
I can do this on my own. I'm such a good person, you know? I thought I was just such a good person. And really, and looking back, that's, that's will come later, it but looking back. It is kind of all about me in the totally. morning churches. I did yeah. this, mm -hmm. I do this, I... Yeah, and I was very prideful, but I didn't, I didn't realize I was prideful, and I didn't mean to be, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> just the way it was. Yeah. So I, we got married in the temple, and... Um, we so you're headed for those celestial kingdoms, yeah, of course. And, yeah, you know. and everything. And he he was a strong member and yeah. took his calling seriously. We taught a young adult class in our little branch in Texas. We moved to Texas, loved it. Yeah. And um, but then since I'm married now, and this little thought came oh. off the shelf and started bothering me again. Polygamy. The polygamy thing. <laughs> I thought, gosh dang it! And I'm this type of person that I'm. I don't like to say this. I'm such a spiritual person, but. I think real deep. Some people think, well, why do you think so deep about it? Don't worry about it, you know. And, but I do, and I think, golly, if I, I want to believe in something all the way to the core. I don't want to, yeah. I think don't know. Think it through a little bit. Yeah, and so that's, I started thinking about it. That can be it. dangerous, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're thinking your husband might eventually get to have another wife? Was that I, part I of it? I didn't really know. I, I knew that what I had been taught in my own family was, you know, it's more like a calling. You don't have to accept it if you don't want no, to, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I thought, well, golly, why did, I just don't know. If I like that idea about God. Why, why, I don't you're understand being, that, you're you know? being a polygamist. Yeah, and all <laughs> that. I just, because, yeah, I, that, that was there, too. And with the preexistence and all the spirit children. And all yeah. that. So, I mean, um, it really started getting to me. All these thoughts are going through my mind. Yeah. I thought, if I have boys, I'm definitely not going to look more into it at all. But I better not have daughters because then I'm going to worry about them going through what I'm going through, you oh. know, and I've got to decide how I'm going to answer them when they come to me, mom, what's this? And, uh, you know, and so I ended up having a girl, my oh, first, <laughs> my first baby's a girl. And so then it starts really eating at me. And then, um, but we're still doing church and everything at this point. Um, and then I end up having another girl, a couple of years later <laughs> and then and by <laughs> this really point testing you or something. yeah and by this point and it, it's so funny when I look back because that was the only question I had I didn't think it never ever triggered me to really look into it what is this religion about no I wanted to just get this one thing resolved and not I didn't want to look into it more I, yeah. I wanted this to be true I really yeah. wanted the church yeah. to be true and move on because I really my what's funny is that I really wanted to please my dad and looking back now I realized I wouldn't care about pleasing God there wasn't, wasn't no it wasn't about God, God no it was family. trying to make me look good I wanted to look good to everybody yeah. and then I wanted to please my dad so if I looked good I'd please my dad so and I love my dad I have so much respect for him and um, he worked very hard to take care of me and my sister and anyway yeah. so I, it was all about making him happy and me looking good you yeah. know so anyway but when I became a mom something changed in me and when I look back, it's my self, my selfishness started to d deteriorate because you realize you've you've got something more. Oh no, I didn't know I was going to cry on this part. <laughs> you've got something to think about other than yourself, yeah. big time. I mean, so I started thinking I've, I've got to figure this out. These girls that uh, could, could yeah. eventually become yeah. polygamist wives. Or? Well, and and I didn't even I don't even know if I really thought that. that. I just thought through. I want to be a parent that is firm, has a firm footing on what I believe, and so honest, that I'm not wishy-washy. Honest? Yeah, and yeah. honest, and I don't want them to come to me and go, well, I don't really believe that, you don't have to, but just go through the moat, or, you know, just believe what you want. I thought, no, I want to be, I want them to look up to me like, mom, these are her values, and this is what she believes, and she doesn't stray from that, She because she, I don't want my kids to be that way. Yeah. So, um. Now, had you shared some of this with your husband? 
Yeah, we talked a little yeah. bit. We're, we're open. Yeah. He, okay. He's really cool. And we, we can talk back and forth. And, but he just, it wasn't real serious. Like, I think I'm going to leave the church over this, honey. You know, it wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I never even thought to leave the church. I, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even. It wasn't even. Yeah, it wasn't until yeah, what that, that I even thought, that after I had my second child, that it even crossed my mind. We were talking about it. And I thought, you know, I've really been thinking with religion in general. It's like, why is it that we're right and everybody else isn't? What makes us different? We have this feeling that it's true, but what it, makes us different than a Muslim or a Jehovah's Witness or whoever? What if we're all wrong? You know? And he's like, we're both thinking, and he's that's like, really that's a weird feeling. And yeah. I, I thought, no way. You know, <laughs> we can't be wrong. There's no way. And, but that was the first time, and I, that was after I had my, first, my second child, that it even crossed my mind that, whoa, maybe we're, it's wrong. Maybe, you know? And so anyway, I still didn't do any research, still didn't look into anything. But so all based off of the polygamy thing, I finally just wrote my dad a letter telling him my feelings. Dad, and, and the thing is, is we're supposed to be blessing our baby. So it's all coming to a head. And keep, everyone keeps asking, oh, when are you going to bless your baby? When are you going to bless your baby? Well, and, and my husband's seen all my doubts, and he's, he's feeling kind of iffy about it too. I mean, he's kind of along with me, like, I don't know. We're talking more and more. And um, it's so funny when I look back now that we didn't really do any research at this point. But, um, but we're both questioning at, anyway. And so I write but my dad this God's letter. God's leading you, of course. Definitely. I mean, giving you thoughts and stuff. And I've learned, too, in, in Romans it talks about, um, I think it's Romans chapter 12, it talks about how God's law is written on our heart, and our, and our conscience it bears witness of that. And so when something, a, a lot of times if your conscience goes against something that's being told to you, yeah. so a lot of times it'll be against God's law, too, because His law is written on your heart. And I'm not saying that's all feelings, but it's like God will work through anything, you know, yeah. and then I, that's kind of how I saw it. But I started out, when I look back, it started out so hasty. So anyway, I wrote my dad this letter, said, this is how I feel. I don't know if I can get my ch little girl blessed. I feel like a hypocrite. I don't want to be a hypocrite either. I didn't want to pretend like everything was okay and, and all that. So and so it was really coming to a head. And I ended up telling my, um, my mother-in-law, and I was really afraid of, about doing that because she was the only Mormon on her side of the family, the only one. So I'm... Here she gets her Mormon grand, uh, daughter-in-law to marry her Mormon mission missionary. She's worked her, you know, 35 years. She's Catholic for 35 years and then converted to the Mormon church for 35 years. Oh, wow. And uh, I remember just being sick. I was sick about telling my dad, sick about telling her. But I ended up telling her my feelings pers you know, in person. And it was really strange because I thought she'd be really upset. But she just sat for a minute and she goes, I can kind of understand what you're saying. And I thought, what? And then unbeknownst to me, she had had in her Relief Society, and she's been Relief Society president. She was Relief Society president a few times. Yeah. And, um, and so for like seven years, she had been, I guess a few times, two times. So for seven years, she'd been Relief Society president. And then uh, very, very active. But anyway, her Relief Society, they decided to do a book club on Joseph Smith, Ruston Rowling. And I had no idea she'd been reading that. No idea. And the I didn't know anything. Society the Relief Society The Relief Society did Because okay. you can buy it at Deseret Book. Sure, yeah. And uh, anyway, and so she told me, she goes, well, I have to tell you, kind of confessed to you, I've been reading this book, but it's it's not anti or anything. No, we bought it from Desert Book. Factual, I guess, she goes, but yeah. I'm having a really hard time with it. I have to put it down all the time because her. So we start talking. She starts. The reason she's having a hard time with it. See, I think someone like my dad could read it and it wouldn't bother him. But the reason it bothered her was when she um, was converting to Mormonism. She was getting books about Mormonism from the library, just as, what am I getting into? And the missionary saw the book she was getting and went, oh, no, no, that's anti-Mormon, don't, don't look at that. So now she's reading this book that's okayed by the church, supposedly, I mean, sold a desert book and yeah. written by a patriarch, and um, it has all the things that she was told was anti-Mormon. 
So now she's going, married to married women and um, had at least 33 wives before he died. And the, the, temples, right, and, the temple was Masonic and that yeah. he was married to a, an ex-Mason. Um, that was one of his wives. And so all these things. And, and uh, so that's where my searching st started. It's, it, that's where it kind of, I perked up and went, yeah. well, who is Joseph Smith? Well, there's a lot more to this than I thought. And, <laughs> but in the meantime, all these things are happening. And my dad gets my letter, not happy about it, of course. No. But then he, he says, just, will you read the Book of Mormon? Read it again, Aubrey. Just this time, pray about it. Really, I know if you read and pray, you'll, you'll know it's kind true. Kind a good old standard answer. Yeah, and it. so I said, okay, Dad. And by this point, I don't know the, the difference. You know, I haven't found Sean yet or anything like that. So I don't know that this is going to be the standard answer. From, so I thought, okay, Dad, I'll do it because I love my dad. And I really want to find peace with my dad, and yeah. I'm still, it's my dad, you know. But, but now, all of a sudden, my kids have come, and they've taken his place at this point. But, um, but I start reading. So interestingly enough, I start reading the Book of Mormon, and I decide, I'm going to read this thing just all the way through. I'm going to skip the su summaries, because I, wanna, yeah. I don't want to be told what I'm reading. I just want to get the, the, word, yeah. the story and get this thing. And we had read it as a family together. I'd read it in seminary, church, you know. But So this time, I'm reading through it, reading through it, getting the story long, line, okay, okay. And then I start reading a bunch of stuff that I'm like, where is he going with this? So I finally, I have to go back to the summary, and it's Isaiah. Okay, so compared to Isaiah 44, I think maybe was the chapter. Go back to Isaiah. It's word for word, word for word. And it doesn't hit me. Like some people, I guess, later I've learned that people go, oh, it's plagiarized. Well, that doesn't hit me like that. I'm still yeah, just, just hard to get through to. But I, oh, okay, all right. And I'm, I'm going in, in all, you know, head first and everything, and I, I think, well, i got to learn Isaiah then, or else the Book of Mormon is not going to make sense to me. If I don't know Isaiah, then... So I go into the Bible, and that was the wow. beginning of the you end. You are a thinker. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I like so I, I get into the Bible about Isaiah. It leads me to... I, I mean, oh, it's... So this is all... God's working. I look at it like this. It's this big puzzle, and there's the puzzle pieces to my head, and the puzzle pieces to my heart. The pu he's working on the puzzle pieces to my head, because he knows that's how Aubrey works. And so I'm looking up Isaiah. I find out about the Septuagint, and the the Apocrypha, and all these things I, I didn't know anything about with the Bible, the Dead Sea Scrolls, and then I end up finding out they predate um, Nephi's time when he prophesies that plain and precious truths will be taken will from be, the Bible, yeah. and I thought, well, golly, this is like, this I think it's like 99%. The, proving the Bible is Yeah, really and so I'm yeah. starting to wait, something's going, and then not only that, I, I'm very critical with the Book of Mormon and the Bible, because by this point, I don't say, I haven't said this yet, but by this point, because of all my own thinking and my own enlightenment, I'm thinking, eh, what is God? Is there even a God? Maybe there's nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. And so the Bible's nothing to That's me. The Book of Mormon. Hazard, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm looking at I thought, well, so I start getting critical with the Bible. Well, does this place exist? Or did these people exist? And without, like I said, without, I didn't know those were things people actually did look at, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I'm looking, I'm like, oh, it does exist. We That's are kind cool. of naive in the church. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. think, oh, the Bible. You know, there's Jerusalem and Bethlehem. Yeah. But about beyond that. Yeah, but I, I find out there's some amazing, you know, Jericho was unearthed, and, yeah. and the way that it all happened matches up with the biblical account mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff. But and then and I think well the Book of Mormon it's going to be sure. the same way I you know Let's and I I get stuff. going and I can't find nothing anything there for it so by this point my head saying the Bible's a real history the Book of Mormon I don't have anything for that but my heart's still oh, scattered sure. yeah. um, and then all these things happen uh, God as soon as my heart was open God just moved right in but I had a sister in law that was 
that we don't know each other. We've seen each other at a Thanksgiving one time. Hi, I'm Aubrey. Hi, I'm Susie. Her name's yeah. Susie. And she decided to stop by my house. She had visited her parents that lived right by us, and we ended up at, happening to move right by them. Anyway, just certain events that kind of lined up but so she stopped by to say hi to me and we didn't know each other and now when we look back she's like I didn't want to come see you because I didn't know you and I thought I was dreading you coming by because I didn't want to know what to talk about <laughs> but she came by anyway and we started talking religion and she kept saying and she's born Christian born and raised but she kept saying well Aubrey because I kept kind of putting down the Bible and the, everything religion all together and she kept saying the Bible is the word of God the Bible is the word of God and I kept going oh Susie you are so ignorant, you know? <laughs> what do you know? The Word of God. And finally, we're sitting there, and it just hit me. I said, oh, you think Jesus is God. And it was a different God than what I've been taught in the Mormon church. I know we think Jesus is the God of this world, that kind of thing. Yeah. But it hit me different, because I knew she meant it different. And she goes, yeah. She didn't realize I didn't know that. She thought, well, golly, yeah, that's what I mean. I well, okay, that makes sense, because the Bible's his history. He's in there, so it's the Word of God. God, Did Jesus. that all of a sudden click? So my head's coming together. Still, my heart's not like, oh, I get it now. But I had remembered, um, as I'm going through all my research and stuff, and I'm, uh, I'm finding out more about Mormonism at this point, about Joseph Smith. I read all of Rough Storm Rolling in seven days. I told you before, I hated reading. But what an awesome book. Even <laughs> that book is entertaining. <laughs> There's so much stuff. But um, it really made me go, oh, okay, I see how this went together, you yeah. know. And... Um, but I remembered that my husband, he, he had just got this new job, and um, he had told the girl he worked with that we were LDS and um, that we were kind of wondering about religion, you know. And she said, well, you can come to our church. You're welcome. It's probably going to be a shock to you. We have a band, but you're yeah, welcome. Yeah. And so I got thinking about it. I kept being in my mind. I thought, well, I'll go check him out. And so um, I ended up doing that. Uh, it was in August last year. But um, So God had all the puzzle pieces to my head matched up. He was working on the puzzle pieces to my heart. And then, and I have a hard time not crying on this part, but when I walked in the, um, sorry, that church, I had both girls with me. I was by myself, and my husband didn't come, but um, I walk in there, and oh, we, we start singing, and had the words up, and I realized that God, that Jesus is God, and not like I'd been taught. Sorry. It's really hard for me not to fall on this. That's okay. But I really re learned that the Holy Spirit really does testify of truth, and there's only one truth, and that's who Jesus is. That Jesus is God, that's who he testifies of, and that's what he did. He, and so it's not that he doesn't use proof and intellect and knowledge, because he does, but that's not what witnesses the truth to you. It was, it was seeing people love God, God and then realizing who he is and so at that moment when we're singing and I'm reading the words and I see Jesus being worshipped like he should be um, I realized it was it was God Almighty on the cross and not my older brother who I loved as a Mormon <laughs> I loved him you know I did and I know every Mormon does and it breaks their heart to hear that they're not Christian I know it does but if they can understand who Jesus is, he says, if you don't believe that I am, you will die in your sins. And I take that so literal now because that is what changed my heart. I was born again. I look at it like all this stuff was the gestation period. Yeah. And then when I realized and the Holy Spirit told me, that's God, Aubrey, not like you've ever been told. I was born again. And then from that point on, he just sanctified me. But it was so cool because at that point, all this is happening in my, my sister's 
husband had found Sean. Yeah. And so in September, look at this guy. Look, look, he, you know, the, his calls with people, and we kind of giggled at it. And then kind of I realized he's yeah. he's a God's therapist to send to me <laughs> <laughs> to get me to understand what I was taught and what the Bible says. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm reading the Bible, and it's so cool because. Sean would talk and contrast, and I'd go, man, that makes so much more sense. It's flowing perfectly. Yeah. And I read in the Bible, and then I'm going to my Christian church, and what my pastor, he doesn't know Sean from anywhere, yeah. and he's saying the same exact things. And well, when I go to church, it's yeah. all about God and how we, how, how everything's about Him. It's not about us, you know? And, and it sounds like these puzzle pieces. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. So these puzzle pieces come together, and the one that was missing the whole time was Jesus. He makes the whole picture. And then it's literally, when you're born again, it, I didn't have this burning feeling from the top of my head to the bottom of my toes or anything like that. It was all of a sudden this awakening, all of a sudden this realization. The eyes were open. Exactly. It's more of this, like, I get it now. And then <laughs> it's just, but it's, it's incredible. And so when I realized who Jesus was, and then I realized who I was in relation to him, that I'm not, I'm not this amazing, you know, righteous person. Um, <laughs> like I thought I was, you know. And then and when I look at the Bible, I look at it, you're supposed to look at it like a mirror. You know, it's so funny because when you're reading Jesus' words and he says, you know, not only should you not commit murder, but you should not be angry with your brother. Yeah. As a Mormon, I'm like, okay, I'm writing down, okay, I got to do this, I got to do this. Instead of just saying, God, I give up. I can't do that. What do I do? And he's like, you follow me because I'm the one that's going to do all this for you. And you trust me. And so when you realize it's God, God came down from his throne. He didn't have to. And he wants to show how in love with us he is. He just so, he loves us so much. And the LDS people just don't see that because their eyes are blind. Yeah, if you think it's anybody other than God Almighty on the cross, Mm. no matter, I know, like I said, I know the LDS love Jesus, but um, they're being led astray. They're being told that the Jesus, I think that their soul wants, you know, because God talks about how he's made us to where we should recognize, we, we, we know there's a God within us. Yeah. We all know that. But they're taking oh. that and taking you Aubrey, off the path. you're not going to believe it. Our time's totally <laughs> such gone. such a talker. But if yeah. you ever come back from Texas, <laughs> yeah. you come back and visit. We'll have you okay. on again. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, I'll tell you, it's, <laughs> what a wonderful story. What a wonderful testimony. Uh, I hope you're listening. I hope your hearts are touched. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music